Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the VIP show. I'm your host, Jose Testimonio. Uh, I told you guys in 2023, we're going to go big. We're going to get the brightest, smartest hustlers, entrepreneurs from all across the world to talk about not only successes, but talk about the challenges. Uh, and being here in Miami, um, obviously, uh, such a melting pot of immigrants. There's no better person to have on this show today than my brother, Albert Chagnassar. Albert, man, welcome Thank to the Thank you VIP so much. Show. Thank you so much, Jose. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, I'm excited. You and I have a lot of things in common. Yeah. I know that your audience can relate to my story and we can make a big impact, you know, sharing the challenges, you know, the, the struggles that we all went through that got us from the dirt to the top. That's right, man, 100%. You know, I think, you know, I've gotten to, to work with you and get to know your story um, on a personal level. Uh, you're an immigrant as well as me. Uh, you were born in Russia in a refugee camp. Yep. You were there until you were six years old. Yes. So th that's got to be, let me start there because that's got to be embedded as part of who you are, right? It's not like you were there two months, three months. You were there six years, man. What do you remember? Answer the, this question, right? Yep. And then, then we'll talk business. But I want to know. Tell me a happy memory. Mm -hmm. You living at the refugee camp, yeah. and tell me maybe not a, such a, a, a maybe a, a tougher memory. Yeah, uh, you know, I didn't come from a rich family, right? Refugee camp, 350 square foot room, two twin beds, cooktop, public bathroom, public showers. But you know what? I had very good parents. I had parents that no matter the challenges, the struggles that we faced. No matter if we had a lot of food or very little food, you know, my, my father and my mother, they never failed to show us love. They never failed mm -hmm. to give us encouragement, to be there with us. You know, we, 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 we lived in a shithole, right? But if it didn't feel like it. And it didn't feel like it because of the love and support that we got from our parents. Mm -hmm. Because we knew that the reason why they were doing everything they were doing was so that way they could give us a better life. Yeah. Right, my, my father would escape from country to country just to find a safe place for us. Wow. Right, and that safe place for the first six years was the refugee camp. You know, and the happy memories is being together. Yeah. Being as one, seeing how if we have to eat pasta, Jose, mm -hmm. for entire two years because that's all we could afford. Wow. Right, that, that's the best pasta we ever had mm -hmm. because we're all sharing it together. Yeah. And that, those were the happy moments, knowing that no matter what, we got each other, mm -hmm. right? The bad moments, the sad moments is hearing the gunshots, mm -hmm. hearing the screams, knowing that there are soldiers out there, there's policemen out there that maybe they're corrupted, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. My father were, was beat up multiple times just simply because he came in, you know, one, two minutes late and the refugee camp was closing and it had to be there at a certain time, mm -hmm. right? And seeing my dad being beat up, seeing my dad going through all these challenges, struggles, right? Those were the sad moments mm -hmm. because of how powerless I felt because I couldn't do anything. Wow, man, it, it, it's amazing. And I, you know, I, I wholeheartedly believe that those are the moments that make you stronger. I think you would not be the man today, father, husband, yeah. you got three kids, living in America today, multi-million dollar company, uh, that you continue to build so successfully, the amount of uh, young people, right, your staff, your employees, that you are molding yeah. uh, to be people that are going to take or are taking yeah. their destiny into their own hands. Absolutely. So 
what got you into the you know the sales industry and the coaching industry sort of going from the refugee camp coming later in life coming to america to building the company you have today yeah was there a path yeah so my father worked very very hard right and we had a goal in mind and the goal was to be able to get away from the refugee camp Mm -hmm. to start to build a life to be able to you know make moscow russia our our center of attention Mm -hmm. where we start to build our whole lives upon Mm -hmm. however after the six years russia was going through a lot of changes right there were a lot of changes in terms of politics breaking through from just you know the mindset of inviting immigrants in Mm -hmm. to no longer having immigrants come in and there was a big group you guys probably familiar here in the united states it's called skinheads Mm -hmm. right and just because the difference of our not even skin color because Mm -hmm. i'm pretty white looking guy right It was more of a, our expressions, our hair, our eyes, mm-hmm. the beard. We were basically judged by that, wow. and we were now welcome no longer in Russia. So right. my dad worked very hard. He was a manager at, at multiple stores, and he built himself up right in that world. And one night, right outside of his business where he worked, mm-hmm. he got beat up by four men, and they were all skinheads, to wow. where they broke his right side, okay? Mm-hmm into a hundred pieces, okay? The morning that I went to see my dad in the hospital, his whole face was swollen like this, big. They had wow. to have three surgeries to just fix his uh, collarbone. Wow, right? man. collarbone, uh, how do you call it? Cheekbone. Like, yeah, cheekbone. The yeah. cheekbone, they had to fix the cheekbone, they had to put a metal here. He couldn't see from one eye. Wow. So we looked at this and I truly believe that in every challenge, in every disaster, there's an opportunity. And the reason why we're sitting here today is because of that moment. So we looked at it and we said, we no longer can stay in Russia. We mm-hmm. have, we're fighters, right? We always look for ways to survive. Yeah. And here's another chance for us to be able to go from, you know, going from Azerbaijan to Armenia to, you know, Moscow to now going to, you know, what's out there, what's bigger, what's the best? Mm-hmm. And it was America. Wow. It was the United States of America. And I remember us writing a letter, mm-hmm. literally every single day, Jose, to White House begging, showing what we're going through, showing the challenges that we're facing, how people are spray painting the cars, Mm -hmm. how people are breaking into our house, how my brother is getting beat up and buried in the snow, right? My father is going through a surgery, how we wanted just one chance. Mm -hmm. And after over 180 letters of us sending, okay, every single day, we finally get a response from the White House. From the White House. From the White House, saying that they will give us a sponsor, Mm -hmm. okay? to help refugees like us mm-hmm. to come to the United States of America. We don't know where we're going. Mm-hmm. We have no family in the United States. We don't speak the language. We wow. don't know the culture. All we know is here's our golden ticket mm-hmm. to come to the land, mm-hmm. right, where everybody's fighting to come to, mm-hmm. where they say your dreams do come true. Mm-hmm. And we got a letter and it says, we found your sponsor. That sponsor is gonna cover everything for one month. Food, shelter, you know, hot water, you name it. For mm-hmm. one month, everything's gonna be covered. After mm-hmm. one month, you're on your own. Wow. Right? And How were you when the So I was 14, 13, 15. Okay. Yeah. And seeing this, right, I have now friends in Russia. Mm-hmm. I'm going to school, right? I have a girl that I like, mm-hmm. right? And then as a, as a 14, 15 year old kid, you're not understanding, like, why do we have to go, right? 
why do I have to leave everything behind? Mm -hmm. But the bigger picture is my dad, who's 40 something years old, has to restart his whole life mm -hmm. completely, leaving family, friends, culture, everything he knows, everything that he built mm -hmm. while coming there for 14 years. To right? give you guys a, an opportunity. To give us again a better chance. Mm -hmm. So it's the constant sacrifice that my parents, my dad went through, right? And they said to us, you're gonna go to Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Connecticut, whenever, you know, you watch movies, you see Los Angeles, yeah, you exactly. see Chicago, yeah. you see New York, yeah. Connecticut, what yeah. is Connecticut? You Connecticut. <laughs> so we're like, okay, let's find the map. We're looking yeah. at the map and like, there, there's no Connecticut. Yeah. And Connecticut is this tiny, yeah. right to the corner where New York City is. Yeah. So we're doing the research. Connecticut is known for having a lot of trees. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's that's a, oh, that's we're motivated, yeah. okay, we're going there. <laughs> So we're like, you know what, it doesn't matter. We mm -hmm. just need another chance, we'll figure it out. And my dad came here with $1,000 in his pocket. Wow. Yeah. We didn't even have an opportunity to sell anything. We had one month, we had to go. Mm -hmm. We came to this country, it was very dark, JFK. From JFK, we took a shuttle to Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. We walk in, and mind you, the house is probably like 2,500 square feet. 2,000 oh, square wow. feet they gave us because of the amount of people we had. Mm -hmm. I have two brothers, you know, two parents. They gave us uh, one room to share for the kids, mm -hmm. one room for my older brother. They gave mm -hmm. one room for my parents, mm -hmm. right? We have a kitchen, we have a living room, mm -hmm. we have a dining room. And the rent at that time was like $950, mm -hmm. okay? And we're like, first of all, we don't know how, we, we have $1,000 in our pocket, yeah. the rent is $950. And the funny part, here's how our limiting beliefs work, and mm -hmm. here's how our limited mindset works. We have all these rooms, right, Jose? Mm -hmm. We have a kitchen, we have a living room. And that night we all slept together in one bed. Mm -hmm. Because the only thing we know is how to stick together. Yeah. And as much as we had all this abundance to sleep in different rooms, we were not excited about the rooms. No. We were all together, slept in one room. With one water, with AC. That's what we know. Yeah. And even though we had the availability at that moment when we come to our new home in America, in Connecticut, mm -hmm. we have so many different rooms, we still slept all together. Yeah. Because that's how our limiting belief, our limiting mindset was. And it felt good at that moment, yeah. right? But then I started to question as I started to grow up, why mm -hmm. did that night we slept all together instead of us saying, this is your room, this mm -hmm. is your room, see you tomorrow morning. Because we were scared, mm -hmm. because we were fearful. New country. New country, new everything. It was, it was, again, going from, you know, my dad working for 14 years before we had to move again, mm -hmm. right? To restart again at that fear, restart again at the bottom. Being an underdog once again yeah. in a new country. Let me ask you a question on, on limiting beliefs because I think it's so, yeah. so important in mindset. And I know that you do this a lot through your university and your different programs. You know, it's, it's easy to not have limiting beliefs, or it's easy to think in abundance when you already have abundance. Right? Yeah. So it's a little easier for somebody, you know, to maybe think about money and I'm gonna do all right when they're in this beautiful, you know, place, Miami, look at this view, right? Yes. But when you're struggling and you can't pay the rent, when you're struggling and they're gonna foreclosure on your home or you can't even have food to eat, yeah. it's a little harder to live in abundance and it's a little harder to get rid of the limiting belief when you're going through a tough time. 100%. So how do you beat the limiting belief when you're going through a tough time? So I believe there's different levels of intelligence, mm -hmm. right? There's a basic intelligence, you know, reading, speaking, writing, mm -hmm. right? 
there's, you know, intelligence of spirituality. Mm -hmm. And if your intelligence of spirituality is high, that means you, you know how to work with your faith. Mm -hmm. You know how to have that belief that you're not where you need to be, but doesn't mean that's where your story ends. Mm -hmm. That there's more out there in the future. Mm -hmm. There's more out there that you can do. So it's having the spiritual intelligence mm -hmm. to believe that this is not the end, that this is just the beginning. Mm -hmm. And that you have the ability to change your circumstances. Mm -hmm. You have the ability to create whatever it is that you wanna create. The problem with most people, Jose, mm -hmm. is that they give the universe too much control. Mm -hmm instead of taking the control. They say, you know what, I'm a good person. I go to church, I go to the mosque, you know, I don't cheat, I don't steal, mm -hmm. I pay my taxes. So God, the universe is gonna take care of me. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, the God, the universe already is taking care of you by putting you in a position mm -hmm. of opportunities. But if you never do anything about those mm -hmm. opportunities, mm -hmm you will always remain in the same spot. So it's the mixture of having spiritual intelligence, mm -hmm. right? Where you go and have faith, but also knowing that here are my blessings, how do I make the most out of those blessings? Mm -hmm. It's being resourceful, right? Taking the proper action. Mm -hmm. And when you take proper action, being resourceful, combined with the spiritual intelligence, mm -hmm. you start to build self-belief. Yeah. Your self-esteem goes high. Yeah. You start to notice things that other people don't notice. You start to feel good about yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you start to see progression. Mm -hmm. And that progression is the light at the end of the tunnel that allows you to see further. And you say, you know what? The light is getting bigger. The light is getting bigger and mm -hmm. bigger and mm -hmm. bigger. I'm getting and closer. Finally, mm -hmm. you, you get to the point to where you're the most happy. You are most fulfilled. You have all the resources that you always dreamed about because you had the faith to do so. Mm -hmm. Wow, man, that's so powerful. I think it's, it's incredibly, and, and it's so true. I mean, it's, because I, I feel like the universe is already doing, like as a, as a basic standard, they're already putting a roof over your head, they're giving you water, you live in a great country, but if you want to go towards bigger things, then you gotta, you know, get off your ass and go get it done. You, you know how I know mm -hmm. the universe is on my side? Mm -hmm. How? Is when I wake up every morning, and I can see, I can feel, I can taste, I can move my hands, and mm -hmm. I know that I'm alive. Yeah. That, that tells me mm -hmm. the universe is on my side. Yeah. That's, you don't, I don't need anything else. Mm -hmm. The rest is on you. The rest is on me. Yeah. As long as I'm breathing, right? As long as mm -hmm. there's air in these lungs, yeah. I, can do it. I can I can, that's it, heart is beating, I can do anything mm -hmm. that I set my mind to. Yeah. Nothing it. can stop me. I love it, man. And, and that's, I think we need more people to have that type, that type of mentality, man, that just, just go get it done. I mean, and whether you, you know, you're listening to this podcast and, and you're in America or you're in Latin America, Europe, it doesn't matter. You have to take, I feel, I feel like people have to take responsibility into their own hands. Everything that happens to you, yeah. good or bad, it is your fault. I, I agree. I couldn't. Don't take it personal. Yeah. It's your fault. Yeah. But guess what? Since you know it's your fault, you can go and actually go fix it. Right. So to me, the reason why people don't take responsibility mm -hmm. is because they're not looking from a logical point of view, but they're mm -hmm. looking at it from an emotional point mm -hmm. of view. Because of how you feel, this is how you respond. Yeah. Right? And so you feel down, you're gonna act. You know, you, you're, gonna, you're gonna say the world's against me. Yeah. The economy, Everybody, everybody's here to get you, right? Yeah. Some people say I got haters. Mm -hmm. Everybody's hating on me. 
Bro, you haven't done shit yeah. for anyone to hate on you. Nobody even knows who you are, <laughs> yeah. right? But True. then you are in your own head mm -hmm. thinking the whole world's against you. Everybody's hating on you. Mm -hmm. Everybody's wishing bad upon you. That, you know, people are sitting there and praying for your downfall. Mm -hmm. The truth is, no one even knows who you are. Yeah, it's true. Because you're sitting on a couch, watching Netflix, no. and you're not doing jack shit. Yeah. That's the truth. 100%. I think that's 100%. And then another issue I think people have is that people think too much of what others are going to say. Yes. You know, what is my opinion? Like, what are people going to say? What is, what is people's opinions of me? And I think it reminds me of what you said is, brother or sister, nobody knows who you are. Yeah. Like, no one cares. No one cares about you. And, and, but take it almost in a good way. No one cares. People's, and this is another thing that I always tell people, people's business, people's opinions of you is their business. Yeah. It's none of your business of what people yeah. think of you. Yeah. So hence, since it's none of your business what they're thinking, you should go do whatever the heck makes you happy. You should go do whatever's going to benefit you, your family, your team, your company. Yes. Because if you're thinking, oh, what are people going to say if I do this? Then you're not going to do it in the right way. You're not, you're not going to be in the energy that people exactly. need to be at. I believe in vibrating in a high energy, right? Yeah. You, you vibrate in a low energy, yeah. you're gonna have a low quality yeah. of life. Mm -hmm. You vibrate in a high energy, you start to meet high level people, you're gonna start yeah. to have high level experiences. You're gonna expose yourself to a higher things, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And the thing is, people would sit there, mm -hmm. right? And they would not take a step forward, Jose, mm -hmm. because of what other people think of them. Yeah. And when I teach people, right? Mm -hmm. When I sit down with anyone, I ask them, right, how affected are you what other people think of you? Mm -hmm. And I say, oh, nothing, I don't care. I say, okay, so let me tell you, if I tell you right now that this person doesn't like you, how does that make you feel? Well, it's gonna bother me. Mm -hmm. But you just told me you're not affected by it. Exactly, right? yeah. We, we as humans, we're afraid to be emotionally honest with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, think about it, if somebody's an alcoholic, mm -hmm and they go to those meetings, the yeah. AA meetings, right? The first thing they have to do is admit that they have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, my name is Albert, I'm yeah. an alcoholic, yep. right? That's the first thing you if do. you don't do that, you mm -hmm. will never fix that problem. Mm -hmm. And this is what happens with most people. They're so emotionally dishonest with themselves mm -hmm. that nowadays everything is a filter, everything is fake, mm -hmm. everything is not real, let me pretend. Let me pretend, yeah. Right, so they're living in a completely different world, mm -hmm. right? Not liking who they are, yeah. not working on becoming who they need to be, mm -hmm. and they pass 30, 40, 20 years of their life living in this fabricated life. Yeah. And then they say, I don't like myself. I don't like who I have become. Mm -hmm. And I care about what people think of me. And it's simply the reason why you care what people think of you mm -hmm. is because you don't think of yourself as a high value man or high value that's woman. That's right. Wow, that's so important. I mean, woo, that, that's, that's, that's a straight nugget right there. People need to take responsibility. And I think that's one of the first steps. You, un you need to understand that, hi, you know, I'm an alcoholic or yeah. I got an issue of not making sales or whatever the case may be. Right. Uh, you know, I'm overweight, I need to lose weight. I mean, you've got to take responsibility and then you've got to follow it by action. Talk to me for people, entrepreneurs who blame the economy, who blame inflation, blame the president for not being to the level that they need to perform at. Right. What are some of the teachings maybe when it comes to sales, for example, that you teach um, your staff, right, to, you know, to hit their numbers every single month? Right. So when you point a finger, three point back at you. Okay. Right. So what happens is I'm sitting there and I'm saying, 
oh, it's Biden's fault, it's Trump's fault, mm -hmm. it's my state's fault. Oh, you know what? I'm not where I want to be because of this guy or this woman. What you're doing is, again, you're giving up control to everyone else. Mm -hmm. I say to people all the time, control the controllable. Mm -hmm. You can't mm -hmm. control what is, what's going on in the White House. You don't control what Trump or Biden is doing. Mm -hmm. You don't control the economy. Mm -hmm. But you can control your own economy. Mm -hmm. You can control your own action. You mm -hmm. can control your own attitude, mm -hmm. right? And if you're allowing poor economy to determine your action, that's the reason why you're poor. Because you're taking poor actions because you're like, okay, it's a poor economy, so I'm already doomed, so I'm not going to make that sale because people, that, the, you know, the person I'm going to try to sell is too struggling, so not, they're not going to be able to pay me. The funny part is people say, don't compare me to other people, mm -hmm. right? They always say that, right? Yeah. Oh, don't compare me to what's going on in the world. And, and I say to them, I'm not, you are. Yeah. Because what happens is the reason why you're stuck where you are is because you're telling me it's okay to be broke, it's okay to be poor because mm -hmm. the economy is down. No, wherever there's a challenge, there's an opportunity. That's right. Right? So if you start yeah. to change your perspective and you start to change the way you view things, mm -hmm. the way you, the, the things that you view start to change. Mm -hmm. So if you go out there and say, economy is down, mm -hmm. right? How can I bring you back up? Yeah. How do we make economy better? Well, it starts with what we do. Mm -hmm. And if I can go out there and take care of my own economy, you're making the whole economy better. You, you're making, maybe you're not making the whole economy better, yeah. but you're making a difference of making a step forward yeah. and knowing, you know what? Economy yesterday was 100% down, today is 99 because yeah. of the action. Because of that little action. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe that a lot of people, they, they utilize the environment and conditions of what's going on in the world mm -hmm. to make it normal for themselves, to admit that, it's okay to be broke because everybody in the world is broke. Yeah. It's okay to be down because everybody in the world is down right now. Mm -hmm. No, it's not okay. If, you go do, if you're gonna go out there and do what everybody else is doing, you're gonna have what everyone else has. That's right, wow. So you gotta go out there and say, what is the masses doing? Masses mm -hmm. is doing this, I gotta go I gotta the, do opposite. the opposite. Because if you do the opposite of what everyone else is doing, mm -hmm. you're gonna have what opposite of what everyone else has, wow. which is success, which is peace of mind, mm -hmm. right? I made the most money mm -hmm. in my career during 2020 pandemic mm -hmm. because Why? everybody was locked up, mm -hmm. everybody was scared, everybody thought the world's coming to an end. Mm -hmm. I was like, let me go and do while everybody's resting. Yeah. And you know what's crazy, Jose? It's so much easier to win the race when no one else is running. Yeah. For, look, and I tell this to people, uh, you know, all the time. Right now, same with pandemic, and now with 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 the economy. People say, oh, Jose, like, I don't have the, or maybe I don't have enough money, or maybe I shouldn't, maybe no, I don't have enough money, but I shouldn't do marketing right now because no one's going to buy. The other way around, folks, now is, you, now is the time to do marketing. Exactly. Now is the time to knock on doors because there's so many people that are saying, man, I'm not going to go knock on the door because the economy is bad, so you know who's going to buy it from me? Exactly. And it's called the 1% for a reason. Right. It's called the 1% because most people are not willing to do their hard work. But if you're doing the hard work, right, you're grinding, you're, you're outworking everybody, right? I know this because, I mean, I see you always active, man, on social media, always doing your thing, 100%. training your team. So talk to me. Do you believe, by the way, do you believe in the power of manifestation? 100%, right? I also, it's a very gray line, mm -hmm. and I, I want to make sure that the audience, anyone that's listening to this podcast, that they understand, right? I love the power of manifestation. Mm -hmm. 
But there's nothing that's going to come into fruition mm -hmm. if you don't water it, mm -hmm. if you don't put sunlight to it, if you don't work on it. Because I see people all the time. They go home, they watch Secret, yeah, yeah. right? And they say, low of attraction, yeah. right? I'm going to sit there and I'm going to think about money all day long. I'm going to smell like money. I'm going to paint my room green. Yeah. I'm going to attract everything. And then they sit on the couch and they're eating Cheetos and watching the latest Netflix show <laughs> and hoping that some God or universe are knocking on the door and said, here's Here your million dollars. Here's your briefcase. Yeah. I think manifestation has to work with action. Yeah. Right? So manifestation works, but you got to do the work. You well. got to do the work. And I, I'm, I'm telling you that we all so blessed and fortunate mm -hmm. the universe gives us exactly what we ask for. Yeah, no, 100%. We uh -huh. just don't know how to receive it. We don't know how to receive it. That's it. Uh -huh. That's it. I'm going to share a quick story with yeah, you. Yeah, please. I remember being 18 years old, mm -hmm. okay? And I'm broke, mm -hmm. like dead broke. And I'm not sure if you remember those moments you get mail. Yeah. And there's a bunch of credit cards. Yeah. Because yeah. they know you turn 18. So oh, yeah. Like, let's, get you, let's get you in debt. That's right. Right? So I got this credit card and I'm like, Capital One. Yeah. Wow. I don't know how much I qualify for. I have mm -hmm. no idea anything. Mm -hmm. And I got this card and I'm like, okay, I'm broke, but I have this trip coming up with a company mm -hmm. that I was working for mm -hmm. and they're going to Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And I said, this is perfect. Mm -hmm. This is perfect. So I opened the card, I put it in my pocket, boom, I'm going to Vegas. Mm -hmm. I said, you know what? Let me, let me check how much it's for. Mm -hmm. And they gave me $1,500 limit. So I, I mean, said, wow, I'm $1,500 limit. Yeah. I'm $1,500 richer than I was yeah, yesterday. Yeah. You're feeling this like is great. Yeah. So I, instead of ordering the appetizer, okay, <laughs> I'm looking at the entry, the dinner, uh, the, steak. Entry, the steaks and all that <laughs> stuff. So I, I'm like steak, I'm like soda, give me fries. You know what? Give me extra mashed potatoes. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. I'm like, I got nothing to worry about. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Check time comes in, everybody mm -hmm. starts to pay. So I go in, I pull out my credit card, I feel mm -hmm. good about myself. Yeah. Slap it on the thing, here you, go. here you go, right? Next thing you know, the lady comes up to me, I'm sorry sir, your car got declined. I said, I'm sorry, what was that? She goes, your car got declined. I said, got it. I'm so, like, I know there's money because mm -hmm. I saw the letter, they told me it's $1,500 uh -huh. limit. So I know there's money, run it again. She runs it again. Sir, it's not going through. Mm -hmm. I am freaking out, Jose. Like, I'm getting sweaty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh. got people, and I ate the steak. I'm like, am I gonna go do dishes? What, what, yeah, what's, what, gonna, what gonna, what's gonna happen, yeah. right? And this is what happens when you're 18 year old mm -hmm. and you don't know better, mm -hmm. right? Going back to manifestation, mm -hmm. not knowing how to receive the blessings that are given mm -hmm. to you. She said, let me ask you, did you ever activate the card? And I said, activate, what is that? How do I activate How do card? I activate the card? She goes, well, you have to call the number and you have to punch in a couple of things. So I think that's the problem. Try to activate the card. Call them. So I call them and they say, you didn't activate the card. Yeah. So even though I got the blessing, yeah. I got the credit card, I was blessed to go on this trip. Yeah. I just didn't know how to receive the blessing. Because you didn't activate it. Because I didn't activate it. Wow. So, so, so in life, I feel like the teaching is, you know, yes, the universe is ready to, to give you what you want, but you got to activate that, that mindset. You got to activate that, those thoughts. Mindset, thoughts, action, belief. And then next thing you know, you start to receive. Wow. That, that's, I mean, amazing. And it's, and it's powerful stuff. I mean, because 
People confuse it, like you said. People just want to sit in a couch, journal, I am rich, I am healthy, I'm wealthy. Yeah. But you got to go to the gym. You got to go do the thing. You have to be in the attitude. Can you imagine writing, I am healthy, I am happy, I am this, but then you look like this? Yeah, it's like, exactly. How and then that? you're eating McDonald's, you're eating pizza. Your action, your intention, and your belief all have to be lined up. Oh, yeah. They need to match. They need to match. If they're not aligned, right, if let's say you have good intention, you have a high belief, mm-hmm. and you got no action, doesn't work. If good, one of those good, pieces... Good intention, yeah, high belief, and action. action. Right. If do, one of those is missing, you're not going to get it. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, you could have high belief, mm-hmm. action, but you have a bad intention, eventually you're going to lose it, mm-hmm. right? You have a good intention, action, and then you start to put the work and you stop believing, mm-hmm. you stop doing the work. Boom. Wow. So all three must align and match with each other. Mm-hmm. And when they're the highest point, highest energy, that's when you start to really reap the fruits of your hard work. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this, when you, especially at the beginning, um, when you were younger yeah. and you were trying to get some of these high level contracts with some of these high yeah. telecommunications and folks like that, you were, you know, at the beginning, and I admit this on my own, like it was tough for me when I was making 5K a month, 10K a month, it was, and it, it's a lot to do with what you said about action and having the high belief. Like I, I just, it was hard for me to sit in a meeting. There was no Zoom back then, right? Yes. So everything was, so even worse, right? A little right. harder. You have to be in front of people yep. and you gotta say, hey, here's the six month 30K contract or 100K contract, 20K a month, 50K. How did you beat those limiting beliefs? Because you're like, okay, I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm there yet, but I'm not there yet. I'm not making that much money and I'm going against people who are a lot, you know, a lot more successful companies. How do you, how do you play at their level, even though you're not at their level when it comes to the bank account at that moment? So I had no other choice. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason why I say that, and, and a lot of people can relate to this because mm-hmm. they're gonna say it's the immigrant hustle, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To me, I may not have the skill. I may not have the experience. But you put me in a room with another man or a woman, it doesn't matter. And we both go on a treadmill, and we both have to run. I will stay on that treadmill longer than you mm-hmm. because I have that resiliency. Mm-hmm. I, do, I cannot fail. I cannot let my family down. I'm here to win. Mm-hmm. So people feed off your energy. That's why I believe in vibrating higher. Mm-hmm. Because if somebody likes you, if somebody feels that energy that you're mm-hmm. just unstoppable, mm-hmm. they're going to bet on you. They're going to bet on you. They're going to want to work with you. And I am that underdog. Yeah. I am that freaking horse yeah. that everyone says, oh, he has no experience. He's not built that way. But I got heart. Yeah. And that heart can carry me throughout any journey that I'm willing to die because I want to win. Yeah, wow, man, beautiful and, and so powerful. Thank you. We need more people like you, and, and I agree with you, man, about the immigrant, the immigrant mentality, the immigrant hustle. Yes. Uh, people, I mean, and by the way, many people who were born in America can have that same hustle, okay. but I think, I think immigrants have that special thing yeah. that they don't take anything for granted because they know that in their countries they did not have that opportunity. So they're gonna come here and not waste any time. Let me talk to you about family. Oh, you got uh, four kids? Three kids. You got three kids. Okay. Yeah. You got three kids. Uh, boy, girl. So I have two girls. Two girls. And one boy. Six. Mila. She's uh-huh. a girl. Okay. My firstborn. Changed uh-huh. my whole life. Changed yeah. my perspective on everything. I'm talking about like getting that pump mm-hmm. of changing of who I am. I was mm-hmm. operating here and I thought I was 
I thought I was the band. Yeah. When she was born, yeah. it's like I got a second heart. Yeah. I went boom. I said I gotta reach higher, higher steps. I gotta go out there and do bigger things. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a son mm -hmm. who is Leonidas, uh -huh. four years old, turning five in May, and this guy, he just, he's a fighter. And the reason why I named him Leonidas is mm -hmm. because of my favorite movie, movie 300. Oh, uh -huh, yeah. Yeah, the King Leonidas. Uh -huh. So when he was born, that mm -hmm. was the person that was going to carry my legacy, that was going to be my son, yeah. you know. And where I come from is the son that takes the throne, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And in my family now, like even the mindset that I was able to instill into my daughter, it mm -hmm. doesn't matter if you're a daughter or son, mm -hmm. they both want the throne, they both want to leave with the impact, they both want to leave with the legacy. Mm -hmm. But I named him Leonidas because I wanted to replicate another version of who I am mm -hmm. in a male version of being strong, being powerful, being protective, right? Willing to go out there and make a huge impact for his family. Because mm -hmm. growing up, in my, how I grew up mm -hmm. is the man that needs to provide, yeah. is the man yeah. that needs to be strong, Same here, yeah. right? Yeah. So I wanted my son to have a strong name mm -hmm. and strong character to go out there and be that person. And last one is my, my daughter, Leah, five month old. Wow. You know, me and my wife, you know, we always talk about having kids and, yeah. you know, and we said, you know, let's go, let's go after one more. Yeah. Right. And we said, it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. And we got a third one and it was a girl and she's just now when when I was getting comfortable mm -hmm. money's coming in success is coming in you know getting better but contacts are getting better you start to see that sometimes you get comfortable yeah, yeah. and seeing my third daughter come to the world mm -hmm. I said wow I need to be able to not only be in this level mm -hmm. I need to make sure that my kids 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 mm -hmm are in a position where we live in a beautiful, abundant life forever. So yeah. those are my three kids. Wow, man, that's, that's beautiful. And, and, and it's so important. I, I agree with that. I got two, two girls, right? Mia and Maya. Mia is uh, three, almost four, and Maya is 11 months. Yeah. So, uh, for, you know, so I haven't had a boy yet, yeah. right? But, you know, I think obviously girls, you know, they, obviously they control their dads and yes. they do whatever it is yes. that they want with us. Um, but, but, but my question to you is, how do you balance being a successful entrepreneur, you got to put in a bunch of you know long hours, uh, being a good husband, spending time with your wife, yep. and then being a good dad and being able to, to spend time with them. How do you manage it all? So I don't believe in balance, mm -hmm. and I don't believe in managing time. I believe in managing my focus. Mm -hmm. So to me, what's important, right? If I'm in my business, mm -hmm. and if I have my meetings, my trainings, I'm going to give that business 110%. Mm -hmm. I'm not worried about what's going on in my house. Mm -hmm. I'm not worried what's going on with my kids. I have an amazing partner, my wife, mm -hmm. who is in charge of my empire at home, mm -hmm. right? And I have to trust her to be able to run that empire mm -hmm. because I can't be in two places at the same time. Mm -hmm. And it would be so unfair to my business, to the people, mm -hmm. to, to people that pay me for training or whatever the case may be. If I'm giving them 50%, mm -hmm. I want to give them 100%. Yeah. And the same rule applies to my family. If I am at home, right, and I know it's a family night, mm -hmm. and I know that we're playing games, I'm going to give my kids, my family, 100%. Because I want to make sure they feel it. Mm -hmm. I'd rather spend one hour giving 100% than spend five hours giving 10%. That's right. Because at the end, I gave them 50%, mm -hmm. rather than me giving them 100%.
Amazing. I love it. And it's so very true. It's more about quality than quantity. 100%. Yeah, and kids remember a lot of stuff, man. When they're yeah. little, I mean, you remember yeah. being in the, in the refugee camp, yeah. right, for six years. So Mila, right? Yes. She's six. Six. So she's remembering everything. She, she remembers, dad comes home, da, da, da. But again, she'd rather be with you for an hour, like all attention. Yes. Dad, look, what I, you know, look at my school stuff. Look what I've been doing. Than you spending three hours with them and being on the phone all the exactly, whole time. Exactly, exactly. And you know this as a parent, yeah. right? I know you know this. Kids don't pay attention to what you say. They pay attention to what you do. That's right. You know, you can tell your kids to be a good person. You can tell your kids to make your bed, eat mm -hmm. your veggies. The first thing they're going to look at is you. Mm -hmm. Are you doing it? Yeah. Right? Are you eating your bed? Are you, you doing <laughs> what you're telling me to do? Yeah. Because we lead by example, mm -hmm. not by our words. Right? I, I have this thing. I said, don't be a preacher, be a teacher. Right? Mm -hmm. Because a preacher goes out there and tells everybody what to do. Mm -hmm. But they don't know how to do it themselves. Or yeah. they're not doing it. Yeah. But the teacher is living that life because they're able to teach somebody how to do it. Because they have action that supports their words. Mm -hmm. And like my daughter, she pays attention to what I do. Every night I pick my clothes and what I'm gonna wear the next day. Mm -hmm. Cause I don't like to wake up in the morning and think and, what am I gonna And think wear. about that, yeah. So she started to do that. Wow. So she started to say, you know what daddy, I'm gonna go pick up my clothes for tomorrow. Wow. I don't wanna wake up and do it. And I could have told her to do that. Yeah. But it would be less impactful by her seeing me doing it without me telling her. That's amazing. Yeah. That's very cool. That, that's actually, I might have to apply that in my own, <laughs> in my own problem. Thank you for sharing that brother. Yeah, um, you know, talking, going back to the cells and, and, and Someone like the mentality. You have a university. You have an educational platform where you teach people yep. how to become better humans, yep. right? Mentally, spiritually, you know, in, in business. What are some of the things that people can learn if they were to join the university? The first thing, I mean, we, we spend about 15 hours, Jose, mm -hmm. working on self-conception, ideal self, mm -hmm. self-belief, self-esteem, confidence. Mm -hmm. You could have the most skill in the world, but if you're not confident, if you don't believe in yourself, and if you're looking in the mirror and you're thinking that you're worthless, you're just not going to get anywhere. Mm -hmm. So for the first 15 hours of our course, what we work on is your mindset. Mm -hmm. Being able to let go of all these labels, mm -hmm. of all this programming that you got when you were younger. I'm gonna say this to you because this is very important. All the audience that are listening, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to get robbed by the people that love you more than the people that don't love you. Mm -hmm. And what do I mean by that? They're going to steal your dream because people that love you doesn't necessarily give you good advice. Mm -hmm. It's true. I mean, many times our own parents, obviously, like, for example, with social media or the yeah. digital economy, they don't know anything. They're like, no, don't spend time on exactly. doing ads or don't do, don't do Facebook. And I don't mean Facebook like you're struggling. I mean right. like using Facebook ads and like, or using social media for growth, right? For content, like exactly. your parents wouldn't understand why are you doing videos and exactly. telling people, you know, like all that stuff. They don't understand because the way people consume information today is a lot different than what our parents, you know. What, what, what really makes no sense, mm -hmm. and this is how I know people react emotionally and they make decisions emotionally, is that they go and ask their parents for financial advice. Mm -hmm. And their parents make 35, 45, $50,000. Mm -hmm. But the person that's asking for advice, they want to make a million dollars. Why would you ask a person that never made a million dollars, mm -hmm. that does not have a desire to make a million dollars, mm -hmm. does not work towards a million dollars on how mm -hmm. to make a million dollars? Mm -hmm. All they know is how to make $35,000. Mm -hmm. 
You shouldn't ask your parents for financial advice unless they're wealthy or rich, mm -hmm. right? Go ask your parents how to be a good husband, how mm -hmm. to be a good parent, mm -hmm. because that's what they specialize in. Yeah. They don't specialize in making a million dollars. Ooh, that, that's, oh, that's important, man. People need to do that. And you know why? I think people, like you said, people connect on a, an emotional level. So they think with emotion, oh, it's my dad, so I want to learn from him because I love him. Yeah. Your dad is going to love you just as much if you go learn from a Grant Cardone, Ty Lopez, yeah. and bring more money to the house. Exactly. I'm sure he'll love you just fine. Exactly, exactly. Just because they love you doesn't mean they give you good advice. Mm -hmm. So important, no, it, it's 100% true. Um, for people to make, you know, we talk about mindset. People right now, they're in, a, they're in a strong, right? They need to make a quick 30K, quick 40, 50K. How do they do it? Fine. Here's the thing, you know, I like to solve problems. Mm -hmm. And I, I say this all the time, if I'm gonna solve anybody problem, I'm gonna solve rich people's problem because they pay well, yeah. right? So I wanna go out there and I wanna find the problem that I can solve mm -hmm. or find the need that I can fulfill mm -hmm. and charge for those services. Mm -hmm. If I can do that, I will make the most amount of money because there's no cap, yeah. right? It's, the reason why dentists get paid is because they fix their teeth. Mm -hmm. There's either a problem, right, mm -hmm. or there's a desire or there's a need. So find somebody who has a pain, mm -hmm. desire, or need, and fix those three. If you can do that, you're gonna make a lot of money. Boom. Um, 2023, we're still you know, early on. Yep. What are your goals, sort of, you know, what are the things that Ax Elite Opera, you know, wanna accomplish in 2023? You know, right now, Ax Elite is in a very, very unique spot. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're doing a lot of work with a billion-dollar carrier, mm -hmm. and we just got approached by another billion-dollar carrier mm -hmm. who wants to come in and play with us. And, and what do you do for them? You, like, you so we're, we're basically, you know, fulfill needs mm -hmm. for all their clientele. Mm -hmm. So we're specializing in telecommunication technology solutions. Mm -hmm. So any problem with your phone service, internet service, you need some type of solution to be able to handle certain feature, to be able to create certain benefit for your clients. Mm -hmm. We'll look at that, we take a look at the cost, we take a look at the infrastructure, we take a look at the technology, mm -hmm. and we say, okay, how do we save you money? Mm -hmm. How do we make this more productive? Mm -hmm. And how do we make it better? And that's what we do for those carriers. Mm -hmm. So right now, our goal is to be able to create, right, as much opportunity as we can for our people. We have the most sexiest, mm -hmm. the best compensation plan in the technology industry. Mm -hmm. We have the best culture. Mm -hmm. We have the best leadership. Mm -hmm. Now we just need to be able to go out there and have more opportunities mm -hmm. to be able to fulfill more seats and grow as fast as we can. So actually number one goal for mm -hmm. this year is to be able to grow. Yeah, I love it. How, how important, you know, you talk about making connections, right? How important is mentorship? And how important is sort of networking, mentorship? How important is like this human connection for people to learn from each other? Not just via Zoom or like consuming a YouTube video, but really having like deep conversations. Yeah, like I think the whole world can connect to this when mm -hmm. COVID happened. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. People would appreciate the human connection much more by not having it. Mm -hmm. See, sometimes we take things for granted because we see each other every day. We talk to each other every day. Yeah. We go to the office every day. Mm -hmm. But once that was taken away from us, mm -hmm. We start to say, oh man, I miss it. I, I miss crave it. Yeah. it. I want to Who would have thought people would miss it from the meeting the office? <laughs> exactly. They're like, I miss the office, right. right? So when COVID happened, my office, we were the first ones. We said, we're not shutting down. Mm -hmm. Every call center, every 
you know, you name it. They said, we're not working. Mm -hmm. The whole country is going to cahoots, pandemic, lockdown, no one's working. We as a company, we carry the entire team. Mm -hmm. We said, we're gonna pay you, even though if the country shut down, they locked down, we're gonna do our best to call, to work, mm -hmm. to do whatever we can. You don't make sales, we will carry you. Wow. You know, government's giving you a stimulus package. Mm -hmm. Axelid has its own stimulus package. Wow. And we, we went and we took care of the people. Right? And you know what's crazy, Jose? When you take care of people, people will take care of you. Mm -hmm. We grew by 800% during the worst economy, pandemic, wow. when everybody shut down. People said, how are you guys are operating? Because we all believed in one thing, mm -hmm. is that we're not going to stop, we're not gonna be defeated. Mm -hmm. we, we came, we saw, and we conquered. And we conquered yeah. That's, that was our mindset. And then we started to have people to start to reach out to us and say, I wanna work with you guys. You know, right now, my, the job that I was working with, they, they're not paying me. There's no opportunity. I'm stuck. I need to feed my family. Mm -hmm. Can I work with you? And people start to hear about us and how we were courageous enough not to shut down our operation. And we made everybody work from home. And then as soon as things kind of like, like got smoother, everybody came back to the office. Mm -hmm. We hired a medical facility that would come to us and test everybody wow. multiple times a week to create safety for everybody. Wow. All that cost us a lot of money, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but we didn't care about being profitable. We didn't care about making a lot of money. Mm -hmm. We cared about building an opportunity and community that believed in one thing, that anyone can go from average to elite as long as they believe, as long as they have the right mentorship, mm -hmm. right people that are going to encourage them to do better. So for me, I believe in mentorship, mm -hmm. but I think a lot of people confuse the mentorship mm -hmm. because they think mentorship is supposed to about give, 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 mm -hmm. right? Or take, 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 right? They never want to give back. Mm -hmm. So if you have a mentor, if you have somebody you're working with, the mentor's job is to educate you, push you, hold you accountable, have moral authority, right? Guide you in the right direction. But it's also your responsibility mm -hmm. to make sure that mentor that's mentoring you mm -hmm. does not lose interest in mentoring you. Yeah, exactly. So they gotta see that you have the energy, that you're hungry. That you're also doing something in return. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That you're somehow, some way, nurturing that relationship. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because if you're the only, if you're the type of person that only takes but mm -hmm. never gives, that why would that mentor invest more time into you? Yeah. What's their reason? What's mm -hmm. the value behind mm -hmm. that? So I would say, mentorship is extremely important, mm -hmm. but a lot of people abuse it mm -hmm. and they don't know how to nurture that relationship. Mm -hmm. Well, I, th I think that's a very important point that not many people. People just say, people feel, and especially like I think your generation, like our generation, yeah. and the generation younger than us, a lot of folks feel entitled. They're like, oh no, I'm supposed to get all this stuff. I'm supposed yeah. to get like all this mentorship because I'm, I'm cool now, and like whatever. And like, it's just not true. Um, what, type of, what type of legacy does Albert uh, Jacques Nassarov want to leave in this world? You know, it's, it's a, an amazing question. And this is the question that I ask myself every single day. You know, every day I wake up, I tell myself, I really want to meet at least two people today, mm -hmm. okay, that I can help. So the legacy that I want to leave, that I wasn't the guy that came to this world to take things. I came to this world, I took, but I also gave. Mm -hmm. That I was able to impact people in the ways that last for, for generations. Mm -hmm. Let's just say, you know, 100 years from now, somebody says, Hey, how did you 
Dad, how did he make it to become financially free? And my name comes up after 100 years later. You know, mm-hmm. my dad had a friend whose name was Albert Shakinzarov, who believed in him, mm-hmm. who showed him a way, who taught him sales, who put him in a position of opportunities. And they worked together. And my dad became successful. And from that point on, that my dad passed all those lessons to me, and today we're living a great life. That's the type of impact, that's the type of legacy I want to leave. So that way my name, my last name, Shaq Nazarov, has a strong impact of noise that changes people's lives forever, not for a moment. Yeah. Thank you so much, brother. My pleasure. I appreciate it. Thank Thanks you. a lot. Thank you.